welcome to the Culinary Saijiki Podcast. My name is Allison Whipple, and twice a month I'll bring you a conversation with a fellow haiku practitioner about the way that food and the seasons show up in their haiku practice. Visit www.culinarysaijiki.com to listen to the podcast, read long-form essays on these topics, and sign up to join the podcast conversation. You can also support the project at buymeacoffee.com slash culinarysaijiki. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. I am piloting solo this week. I actually have three amazing guests lined up for future episodes, uh, but as life would have it, we just, uh, none of us were able to make it work for this week's episode, uh, but the latter half of October and into November is just going to be fantastic. I'm super excited, uh, but I really enjoy making this podcast and I didn't want to skip a week. So I thought I would just hop on and I thought I would share some examples of autumn food haiku from the three Saijiki uh, that I am using as I work on this project um, with Haiku World being the biggest one. And I really was earlier in the year working my way through Haiku World, not just in terms of food, but systematically as a sort of word of the day prompt. And that really fell uh, by the wayside when I moved um, and with the new job and uh, house hunting and then another job. Uh, <laughs> I, first one didn't go so well and I found something else and I'm excited about that. But um, my own haiku practice has really fallen by the wayside and in flipping through my Saijiki to prepare for this episode, I realized how much I missed that practice. And I feel like now that we're in the house, you know, there's still lots of boxes to unpack and, uh, there's, you know, life is still sort of in transition, but I'm, I think I'm settled enough that I'm ready to get back to that. So, uh, I'm going to talk about three Saijiki today. Uh, and the first one is William J. Higginson's Haiku World and International Poetry Almanac. And Higginson, lists just um, four uh, haiku uh, uh, seasonal words that I think connect to food, and they are found in the autumn humanity section. The first one is canning, which he notes is an all-season word. And he writes, a common activity August to October as one crop after another ripens. Products include jelly, jam, preserves, various kinds of relish, and many canned vegetables. Cranberry sauce, also made at this time, is associated particularly with in the early winter observance Thanksgiving. And the haiku he provides for that. Apple jelly poured. I slip a geranium leaf into each jar. Apple jelly poured. I slip a geranium leaf into each jar. That was by Patricia Neubauer. And by the way, for this episode, I'm just focusing on food words. Uh, I'm avoiding specific holiday terms. Um, in the third Saijiki uh, that I'll uh, go through tonight, um, there are a lot of holiday references. And if I went through all of them, um, 
you know, I'd, I'd be here all night. And also, I think it's important. One of the things that uh, has been important to me, especially with the blog posts, is I could just dump everything into a post. And those posts, my posts all get pretty long, and that's even with editing things down. Um, and I wanted to really just focus on one aspect of the seasonal awards tonight. So those are just specific foods, not holidays. All right, the second... Uh, Kigo that uh, Higginson includes is cranberry raking. Again, an all season Kigo. Harvesting cranberries from bogs, as in Massachusetts, New Jersey, Wisconsin, and elsewhere. Uh, and the haiku also, uh, the sample haiku references crickets, which he notes is also an all autumn topic. In a cranberry bog, rhythm of the rakes, crying of the crickets. In a cranberry bog, rhythm of the rakes, crying of the crickets. Virginia Brady Young. And then we have mushroom gathering. Oh, I skipped one. I skipped the second one. Cranberry raking's the third. Uh, winnowing grain is the second one. They're kind of stacked onto each other in, uh, in the book in such a way that I couldn't see them super well. Winnowing grain, Higginson notes that is a late autumn kigo, closely related to Japanese momisuri, winnowing rice, but normally grain refers to wheat. The wind shift in the sample poem, which I'll read, may indicate a coming storm. And those are Higginson's words. Winnowing the grain, the wind shifts slightly from south to southwest. Winnowing the grain, the wind shifts slightly from south to southwest. Lorraine E. Har. Don't you just love all the uh, all the S's in that second line? It's lovely. And Higginson's final autumn food, Kigo, mushroom gathering, uh, also provides a Japanese term, takegari. Uh, also a late autumn. Kigo, um, although that is a traditional, uh, he notes it's a traditional autumn activity in Japan. It definitely happens in the United States. And he writes, although some kind of mushroom or another is available in almost every season, for example, morel in the summer, many of the most prized edible varieties, as well as a number of poisonous kinds, are at their peak in autumn. So gathering mushrooms in autumn has become a traditional literary subject. Pale in hand, I trace the muddy path of childhood mushrooms. Pale in hand, I trace the muddy path of childhood mushrooms. Anjali Deodar. And I don't know if it's climate change or just where I've particularly lived. Um, I sort of associate mushrooms with more an early to mid-autumn. Um, but again, that's one of the great things about, um, about poetry and about this work and doing these seasonal explorations is people are just going to have different um, interpretations and experiences. The next uh, saijiki that I want to mention tonight is uh, it's titled The 500 Essential Japanese Season Words by Kenkichi Yamamoto, and uh, William Higginson uh, was uh, one of the people involved in translating that. 
Um, and I do want to mention these are not the only three Saijiki uh, in the world and certainly not the only English language Saijiki. These are just ones that I have happened uh, to uh, have in my collection and they're just uh, ones I always personally have on standby. And there is a PDF of uh, the 500 essential Japanese season words available via the Haiku Foundation's digital library. So if you want that PDF, um, it's only 23 pages long. And I think uh, it's definitely worth, I really love having it to just sort of cross check um, against Haiku World and see what's the same and what's different because um, Yamamoto's uh, book is, it's focused on Japanese. Uh, it's, it's been translated into English, but it focuses on Japanese words. And so I think it's definitely just worth having um, as sort of a cross-cultural reference. Anyway, uh, the 500 essential Japanese season words does uh, not actually include any sample poems, uh, but I will read through um, just uh, really, again, three autumn words that really clearly relate to food. Uh, and again, just food, not holidays for this one. Maybe if I have room for another solo episode, I'll focus on holidays. Uh, the first one is new soba in Japanese, uh, shin soba, late autumn, the first buckwheat noodles from the new crop. Um, I have not, my, my Japan plans got, you know, waylaid by the, by the pandemic. I was supposed to go in June of 2020. Um, so I've, uh, I have had real soba, but it's always been dried. I've never had fresh buckwheat noodles and certainly not the first ones. And I can only imagine how delicious they taste. The second one is new rice or shin mai, late autumn. The first rice harvested uh, of the year. And uh, I think two post blog posts ago, I actually talked about how uh, from this, I think it was this Saijiki that uh, pointed me to the fact that uh, rice harvesting was um, not at the time of year I thought it was. So that was super interesting. And finally, we have uh, rice cutting or rice harvest, inakari, late autumn. And there's no annotation around that one, but I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And finally, tonight, I want to uh, do a little bit of uh, walking through Jane Reichold's Saijiki called A Dictionary of Haiku, classified by season words with traditional and modern methods. And this is another one that you can actually get as a free PDF from the Haiku Foundation uh, digital library. And I definitely recommend you do that. Uh, I believe that all of the poems in this Saijiki are ones that Reichold herself wrote. Uh, so um, when I'm, I'm not citing anything, uh, when I read the sample poems, I'm not citing anything because uh, there's just uh, uh, no citations listed. I, I read through the introduction and this does just appear to be all poems that uh, Jane Reichold wrote. And I just have to say that is, uh, that is impressive. Uh, she also, for many of her entries, includes multiple sample poems. I'm just going to pick one for each. And... Um, she again she also has a ton of holiday references um 
and she has some crossover with uh, with Higginson. I'm not even going to go through every single one of her food words. There are just so many, and also some of them um, I'm not entirely convinced are specifically autumn. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into my quibbles here. I'm just going to share the ones that uh, I I love. So uh, her first uh, food word that shows up for autumn is the uh, Kigo pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pies, remembering with a grin, the jack-o'-lantern. Pumpkin pies, remembering with a grin, the jack-o'-lantern. Jane Reichhold also includes an entry for canning. And my favorite of the sample poems she offers is this one. Huckleberry jam, all the tiredness up in jars. Huckleberry jam, all the tiredness up in jars. And canning is, uh, it's lovely and it's worth it and it's delicious and it is a lot of work. I have never canned totally solo. Uh, I have no interest in doing that, <laughs> to be honest, but I have assisted John and even just being on the assisting end with the heat and, uh, you know, the amount of attention you have to pay, it is work. So uh, there's also an entry for mushroom gathering. Carrying umbrellas. Strangers in the woods hunt mushrooms. Carrying umbrellas. Strangers in the woods hunt mushrooms. And in the autumn plants section of this Saijiki, um, and uh, Jane Reichold definitely adds some categories that uh, some line up with um, other Saijiki and, and some diverge, but she has the, her plant section. Uh, this is the one word, the fall uh, food words, again, really come out. I could just read you her haiku uh, all night, <laughs> but I won't. Um, I'll, I'll just pick a selection. Uh, from the apples entry. Applesauce. The cinnamon glow of a kerosene lamp. Applesauce. The cinnamon glow of a kerosene lamp. I love that one, uh, especially because uh, we share a yard with our neighbors. It's really their uh, yard, um, but they have an apple tree and they're not really apple picking uh, people. Uh, and we harvested a great bunch of apples and John made a whole bunch of applesauce for our nephew, which he didn't want to... Uh, eat here, but then he went home and just plowed through three helpings of it. Uh, also, chestnuts. Meeting an old friend. Chestnuts, chestnut burrs pressed into our folded hands. Meeting an old friend. Chestnut burrs pressed into our folded hands. Garlic, I'm, I'm always excited. Uh, garlic, I love garlic so much. <laughs> Cloves of garlic, arguing voices braided together. Cloves of garlic, arguing voices braided together. Onions, cutting an onion. All the halos fall in the soup. Cutting an onion. 
All the halos fall in the soup. Potato. Under dark earth, dusty white potatoes, the moon rises. Under dark earth, dusty white potatoes, the moon rises. And really, that one's uh, a double kigo because the moon, um, as I've mentioned elsewhere, is uh, an established autumn kigo. Of course, pumpkins. How could you talk about fall without pumpkins? Grins, harvested pumpkins. Grins, harvested pumpkins. And actually, pumpkins show up twice in this Saijiki. They show up also in the uh, uh, celebrations and observances section, um, along with sort of Halloween and Thanksgiving. But I, I went with the one from plants because to keep it simple. And finally, I'll conclude with the entry on sage, sage being one of my most favorite herbs. Uh, and I really think it really makes a butternut squash soup that much better. Evening stretches over desert gold, purple sage. Evening stretches over desert gold, purple sage. Uh, and I said I was only going to read one from each entry, but there's only two for sage. Uh, and I love the second haiku so much. And it reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of home, or it reminds me of my Texas home, which I still miss. Cathedral Canyon, under Christ's picture, wild sage. Cathedral Canyon, under Christ's picture, wild sage. So that is the episode for this week. And I hope that um, this has maybe inspired you to uh, check out a Saijiki of your own if you haven't already. I believe that Haiku World is unfortunately out of print, but um, it's uh, generally fairly easy to find through, you know, online used booksellers of your choice. And again, uh, the other two are available through the Haiku Foundation. So uh, thank you for going on this journey with me. Um, I haven't decided who um, I'll be uh, on the show next, I've sort of gotten them all scheduled within like three days of each other. <laughs> so um, I think I'm just going to record and see how it sort of uh, flows within the continuity of things. Um, yeah, actually, two people are on the same day and one person is uh, like two days after that. So <laughs> um, when it rains, it pours, as they say. So I'm not sure who's coming on next, but I am excited for everyone who is going to be there. And again, if you enjoy the show, uh, please uh, share it, spread the word, uh, help other people find it. And if you have the means, uh, you can uh, buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash culinary saijiki. And uh, in the next uh, couple of days, and maybe in the show notes, I have a wish list of sort of hard to find um, haiku chapbooks that I want for uh, research uh, because they're really geographically oriented. And as you know, I'm sort of interested in the geography of food. Um, these are things that were small and out of print. Um, so I'm going to be putting up a uh, 
wish list so if you know where I can find some of these hard to find ones uh, just be on the lookout for that all right have a good week if it's autumn where you are I hope it's beautiful I think we're getting our first frost this weekend we'll see all right thank you for listening Thank you.